0: Craig.
1: You're choosing to listen to this podcast. This podcast is not going to be as good as last week. This is my reminder here that it's <laughs> not going to be as good. Okay, there no, we go. No, no, it's um, not. It's going to be crap compared to last week. Do you know what song that was, Jeff? I don't. Well, that's fine. I'll talk about it later. I won't I give it away yet. That. Um... <laughs> yeah this is podcast versus everyone i'm craig powers with me is jeff nooser we do not have ken parmore here this week dang it or john andrashek
0: dang it i know like people thought hey this this podcast got an immediate upgrade
1: yeah or people just listened to the that one (laughs) Like, the, I really some, like
0: that, uh, that, that Pomeroy guy and, and that, that basketball coach, he sounds, smart. I don't know who these other two idiots are.
1: Wait, oh man, it's just those guys left. Shit. That's that's who stayed. God You've got a I raw mean, Ander, deal. Do, Ander, Ander Schick and, and, uh, and Palmer would be a great podcast. Yeah, I, I listen to that.
0: That'd be awesome. Like that's, that's no shade on, uh, on Ken's, you know, other podcasts that he, that he does or, or has done. Um, but a a podcast with Pomeroy and an analytics minded coach, like a regular thing, would be super cool. Yeah. Like that'd be awesome. And they could just like, you know, the areas where they agree, they could be like, Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And the areas where the coach is like, No, you don't get it. Coaching's different. Humans are different.
1: It'd be great. So if if for some reason you're listening to this episode and you have not listened to the last episode please go back and listen to the last episode yes. and then maybe go back and also listen to, uh, John, the first episode we have with John Andershek. Yes. Um, definitely, um, two of my favorite episodes ever of this podcast. Uh, probably my two favorite episodes. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, that was a huge episode we had last week. We'll try to follow it up with our regular, um, banter. Um, but it won't be uh, it won't have be as cool and it won't have Ken Pomeroy tweeting about it afterwards. Nah, so. We're going
0: to we, we already know that this is going to be worse. So, you know, we'll just, you know, right.
1: We're going to power through.
0: We're going to you know, we we had low standards when we started this thing over a year ago and our standards are still low.
1: Yeah. So. Even though we ex- we burst through the stand like we exceeded expectations beyond everything. Uh, now we're back to normal. Back to we don't care.
0: Back to crap.
1: Yeah, back to the crap.
0: <laughs> Sorry, everybody.
1: But we do have coug stuff to talk about. We do. A whole one of our Cougs was drafted in the NFL draft.
0: Yeah, um, that was a little surprising, right? Well, actually, yeah. I don't know that it was surprising that it was only one. It was just surprising which one. Hmm. So yeah,
1: I think particularly early in the draft. Draft process, um, it seemed like pretty much a guarantee that Gordon would be kind of a fifth, sixth, seventh round guy, Anthony Gordon, but uh, he went undrafted, and there was a, a few head scratching quarterbacks that were drafted, in front of him. I was I pretty much I picked up following the draft probably about the sixth round. Uh, I, that's why I figured okay, now now I'll watch it. Um, so on Saturday I was watching it and i you know got got that des patman hit that's awesome you know um awesome to see him get drafted and and but it, it, the whole time you're you're kind of the guy you were expecting to get drafted was gordon and uh it just never happened and uh uh you know obviously you know you, you talk about these um uh on uh, these uh, uh these uh, undrafted rookie signings, they can kind of pick more where they want to go. Uh, but still, you know, I think a big, a big moment that uh, a kid kind of dreams of is hearing their name drafted. And Anthony Gordon didn't get to hear that. So that was a bummer. Um, but he is going to the Seahawks, which is pretty it's fun.
0: Very exciting for uh, most of us.
1: Yeah. So it, it it it's funny you know because a lot of the people that listen to this are seahawks fans uh, just because a lot of the cougalums live in the northwest i sorry if you're not but uh but one thing that i think generally interests in the nfl and we'll talk about des too of course um but obviously gordon it it's always the negative is more interesting but uh, but anyway so uh <laughs> i already saw people embrace,
0: embrace your inner sports radio
1: yeah, yeah embrace your sports radio yeah so um but yeah, so Gordon um, going to the Seahawks. Uh, it's funny to me, and I'll I'll get your thoughts on it. But it's funny to me hearing, you know, people immediately go, "Well, he's not like Russell Wilson. Um, he's not uh, mobile. Um, he's not. Uh, can we say he's not black?" And, <laughs> and which is what they really want That's to say. That's Pretty
0: much what they mean.
1: Um, but but he's not like russell wilson he, how can he be the backup um what do you think about when people say something like that because obviously gordon isn't mobile we know that we've seen him run like he's not yeah um he's that he you know he he is the very definition of a statue in the left pocket <laughs> like Yeah. He, i mean he's not he's got mobility within the pocket he, but he, like he, he can move but yeah, he's yeah but he does he does the whole like flat-footed thing which i'm sure in the nfl yeah. they will not let him do but but anyways, but uh, but yeah, so what, what do you think about this as a Seahawk fan, as a, as a, as a football fan, um, the prospect of Anthony Gordon backing up Russell Wilson?
0: Well, I know that you and I are on the same page in uh, believing now that Russell Wilson's mobility has been greatly overstated for a few years. Um, right. He's, he's extremely elusive. There's no doubt about that. Right. He's extremely good at avoiding all of the free rushers that come, you know, waltzing through the Seahawks offensive line. So, um, he's definitely got that going for him, but in terms of, uh, you know, being an out and out runner anymore, I mean, he just doesn't do that anymore, you know, in the times when they run, like, I mean, this happened multiple times last year where they'd run like a read option type look and. You know, he'd keep it and and maybe, you know, try and basically he's, he's left at this point, you know, maybe he can pick up some yards if he fools somebody, but he's not, he's not the guy that he was like three, four, even three or four years ago let alone the guy he was, you know, seven years ago or eight years ago when he came into the league. And that and that's not a knock on. him. that's just, you know, he's not a runner anymore. So it doesn't I don't think it's weird that, you know, they are looking at a backup quarterback who's not a runner. I mean, they've done that. Austin Davis was their backup quarterback. Right. You know, for a while, he's not a runner. So um, I think in that offense, number one, you've got to be able to hand the ball off. And I'm sure Anthony Gordon can do that. Um, but the other thing is, you know that, and this is the thing that I, I mean. Sort but really, find, can he, Jeff?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well,
0: maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. He's <laughs> got to do it from under center. He didn't do it in college. Uh, um, which is
1: another overstated, yeah, thing. Yeah,
0: um, apparently at this point. But you know, the the other thing you really have to be able to do in the Seahawks offense is you have to be able to, you know, turn your back to the defense, play action pass move the pocket just a tiny bit and really be able to throw a deep ball and frankly I I don't know that we know that Anthony Gordon can do that and and not I'm not saying he can't but um, that's just not something we really saw this year because the offense isn't really designed to do that we we really haven't had a quarterback utilize deep passes to the outside since Connor Halliday. And, you know, for all the yards that that Gordon racked up, you know, the vast majority of them were over the middle of the field. And that's not a knock. That's just a this is what we saw. So, you know, perhaps the Seahawks saw something where they felt like, yeah, you know, he can make, you know, some of those deep throws you know, down the seam, down the sideline with, with some, um, accuracy, because those are the throws that Russell Wilson really excels at and nobody's Russell Wilson. But, um, you know, if if you're looking for a guy who can reasonably replicate that, I I don't know that you saw that out of Gordon in college, but that's not to say he can't do it.
1: Well, yeah. and, And I think one thing that you said there is nobody's Russell Wilson and I, people, um, kind of are always trying to find this oh you got to have the backup that's just like the the starter when it's when it's a guy who has unique abilities which you know his elusiveness and whatever but like there's no one that's like russell wilson like you're not going to if you have another russell wilson he would not be your backup quarterback there's no way that would happen um i uh uh brian anderson in our in our slack chat kind of pointed out that um in terms of kind of uh just uh this kind of houdini act like the only guy you can think of like even in the nfl is someone like gardner Minshew. like so yeah if you had gardner Minshew at the as the as the backup maybe you could see him making some sort some of the sort of crazy plays that russell wilson does just on maybe a lower you know a lower tier but no no offense Gardner but uh Russell's kind of a high tier quarterback <laughs> yeah. um and much uh, you
0: know comparatively speaking bigger arm yeah know, bigger, I mean, arm, definitely and bigger fa- arm definitely faster Definitely, and, you know, even, but, even
1: at this point I think I think like 30 whatever old Russell is faster than Gardner is probably, now, but, probably. but 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 I but anyways it, it's just uh Gardner I mean Russell is a top five quarterback in the league like you're like no no team with a top five quarterback in the league has a good backup like that never like has or has a guy who can or has step has a a guy who can step in and do exactly what that person is going to do like that's not you know that's not going to happen so the Seahawks went for a guy that is productive and then a guy that uh, can make reads and a guy you know so it's like why not take a chance on on Anthony Gordon um a dude like is very clearly motivated. He's he's a competitor. Um, that's a big thing for Pete Carroll, obviously. Like, um, Gordon went out and, uh, uh, you know, they, they brought in two guys two years in a row, um, basically for him to compete with. He, you know, he lost out to Gardner Minshew, oh no, but like barely. And then went out and beat out a guy that they brought in again to start over him and tore it up, uh, you know, setting Cougar records and Pac-12 records. But so, I, you know, he's uh, – apparently we've been told that his arm isn't as good as we thought. Like I thought, it, I thought he's got a hell of an arm. But um, I think maybe some of that comes from that there aren't deep balls in the offense. Like he um, – I will say a lot of uh, the Seahawks' deep balls are like deep posts. So mm-hmm. they're, they're not a lot of sideline balls. Uh there are sidelines ones, but uh when I think of those play action ones they're often deep posts to uh to Metcalf or, or uh Tyler Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett, um, yeah. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, I, I don't know. i again, he's he's competing very much to be a backup. This is not even this is not even close to the situation with Nick Foles um and like where he was like a middling quarterback. Um if if like if for some reason Russ got hurt, like Gordon would step in and then he would lose his job as soon as like no matter how good he played. Right. Like he would he if Russ came back, he would he would take the job back. Cause so it's not like like that. So it, it but I it, it it didn't seem like Gordon obviously was not gonna get that opportunity to, you know, be in a position where he could battle for a starting job. Um cause there were a number of teams that could have taken him where that may have been a ch- opportunity. Um, and they went with other guys, uh, kind of traditional, big, strong dudes who have sub 60% completion percentages, whatever. Um, uh, but you know, I, I guess, um, I don't know what it was about Gordon. Um, no one wanted him enough to draft him, but hell, if he can, uh, if he can hang on and be a, a backup with the Seahawks, uh, I'm, I, I may be tempted into buying a Gordon uh, Seahawks jersey.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Like um, the the guy that I thought may have been a better fit, and I know he was sort of wildly unproductive, and he also went undrafted. But Khalil Tate seemed like a guy that might fit the bill if you were looking for a Russell Wilson type facsimile.
1: But but, but what I'm thinking is with that, like how, like. How how much of uh, Schottenheimer's offense is is predicated on the quarterback running the ball? Like it's zero? not,
0: and and actually, I wasn't thinking as much about him running the ball. I was thinking more about the deep ball that he throws, which is right was the most beautiful deep ball I've seen in college in the last three years. Right, I mean, he could just float it up and, and he throws it well, like a flick of wilson the wrist does. 70 right. yards yeah. flick of the wrist 70 yards and he throws it like russell wilson does big rainbows that drop down vertically right. into the guy's right. hands so uh but i you know I, I read up a little bit you know khalil tate if you told me three years ago khalil tate was going to go undrafted i i, I might have smacked you yeah, um and so yeah like it's totally crazy but you know i read up a little on that you know there were some issues there obviously uh injuries and then maybe some uh, people speculating about sort of uh, maybe what's between the ears also. Uh, and so, you know, maybe there were some issues there. But at any rate, super happy for Gordon uh, that he's there. Major bummed out he didn't get drafted. Um, I think yeah. he deserved it. Sometimes I wonder no, exactly, yeah. what uh, what GMs are looking at and what they're thinking about um, and what they, you know, what they value. Um, It just seems very strange. I know Anthony Gordon is unorthodox, um, you know, and he's only started for one year and he started in a system that, you know, everybody produces in. Right. And so, you know, there's still there still gets to be this system quarterback discount that a lot of GMs are pre-programmed for. You know, and it doesn't matter that Gardner Minshew did it well. You know, they could talk themselves into Gardner Minshew won everywhere he went, and he was you know productive, and, and and It's like you know Anthony Gordon fifth year. I mean, how good can he really be if it took him until his fifth year to start? And uh, anyway, it's just I I you know I I guarantee that he will be. I, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't guarantee it, but I I have a firm belief that he will be in or around the NFL a lot longer, um, than some of the other guys who were drafted in the late rounds. And maybe that's a matter of, you know, he makes a roster for a couple of years, hangs around a practice squad for a couple of years, whatever. But, um, it's going to be proven that some of those guys that were taking in the later rounds simply cannot play. And, you know, it's, it's, again, you're going to end up wondering, (laughs) you know, what, what were they looking at? But, um, you know, I, I I'm not sure how you throw away the productivity that Gordon had as as you know a fluke of of some variety because he was so so very good. Maybe people are worried about the interceptions, but I mean, come on, man, one year starter. You imagine that those things are gonna gonna go down a little bit. Maybe look at first year starter throwing for you know damn near six thousand yards. I mean,
1: that's pretty good. Yeah, and honestly, like. um like as a fan I love the dude and I wanted and and we always want um, as a fan we want these players to have that moment and it it sucks that he didn't but um, I have no doubt that he'll work his tail off to make the best of whatever opportunity he gets Um, you know it's a bummer you know mini camp and stuff like that I think that hurt a guy like him I think he could have spent some more time with teams and uh, maybe uh, convinced them a little more Um, but um, that didn't work out but um, one thing on Tate, um, because you mentioned him, um, if he had, uh, I would think if he if he had redshirted. Uh, the I mean I was thinking like say he redshirts, and then he has maybe that twenty. Let's see. So he shirt twenty sixteen. He comes in twenty seventeen. Still lights the world on fire. Um. I guess he wouldn't be able to leave at the same time. He'd still have to wait to leave. So it wouldn't have changed. But I, I don't know. It's just like, it's crazy. Like, if he, if Tate, it's kind of like people with like Trevor Lawrence, if he, if he would have left last year, it'd be the number one draft pick. I mean, he's still kind of on track for that. But if Tate could have left after 27, his sophomore year, like he would have been a t- first round top 10 draft pick. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, he, he was so good. Like, he, He was just one of the best college players I've ever seen for like, for like whatever, eight games, whatever it was like. um, And it it was amazing to watch and horrible to like really terrible to watch against WSU. Yeah, Why did
0: he have to be good in that little span when he played us? Like (laughs) why couldn't he've been good some other time?
1: But yeah, he definitely threw some deep balls in that game. and, And, but yeah. Anyways, let's talk about Des man. He yeah. drafted by the Colts. Yeah, um, wh- who have been running their organization pretty solidly uh, recently. Yeah. Um it, you know it's one of those things where uh, y- you can tell the draft analysts will just like they'll they'll decide like certain organizations are, know what they're doing before the draft, and then whatever they do is perfect. Like it's they're like the Colts again. They they did it again. They they did it again. So. Um, they drafted Des, they drafted, a uh, a, a few wide receivers. Um, they're definitely looking to kind of revamp their offense. They have a great offensive line. Um, so who, uh, whoever's throwing the ball to Des will, will, uh, um, you know, be not, uh, sacked very much. Uh, so <laughs> he'll give it, get it out. Um, yeah, I think, uh, what do you think Des's chances are there with, the you know, He's got the uh, physical tools we know, um, but what, what about, um, can he hack it in the, uh, in the NFL?
0: Well, I think what you always want for, you know, for a receiver, you know, because five or six of those guys are going to make the roster is, you know, you want um, an opportunity where maybe there's not a, a clear cut, you know, two or three guys on the roster Um, so that you're battling, you know, as many guys as possible for as many spots as possible. And so, um, you know, going to a roster like the Colts is, is a pretty good situation because, uh, you know, number one, they've got really just one receiver basically, uh, who's any good. And that's T Y Hilton. And so you, you've got that and he is, you know, oft injured anyway. So, um, so there's kind of that going for him. And then, you know, obviously they drafted some guys. They drafted Michael Pittman, who's, you know, was a monster at USC. So, so you know, obviously he's going to make the roster. But, you know, after that, you, you really got a whole bunch of young guys, um, you know, and a bunch of guys who got some shots last year. Um, I should know a couple of them, you know, made their way through my fantasy football team. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, and they frankly, you know, weren't that good. So he's really got every opportunity to, to make that roster. And, you know, like a lot of guys um you know he's going to have to prove you know those back end of the roster uh wide receivers going to have to play special teams right um and you know i i cannot say this with 100% certainty cuz i didn't pay attention that much but um i'm i'm fairly certain he played a pretty significant amount of special teams at I, I,
1: yeah i was going to say that I'm, yeah i'm not did. positive yeah, I, no, I, can't. I i definitely have seen him out there okay i was going to say mean, i, I it, wouldn't
0: i wouldn't bet my house on it but i'm but i'm fairly certain just because you know, we have had we had a tendency under Leach to play right. uh, pretty significant players on on special teams and particularly wide receivers who were rotating anyway. So, yeah. you know, big body. Obviously, they uh, they were intrigued uh, on some level about his his physical tools. Felt like maybe he could be. I, I would guess. Felt like maybe with those physical tools, he could be a, a reasonably effective special teams player. Um, so, I, yeah, I mean, I think he's got as good a shot, you know, to make that roster. Um, you know, as he could, got a veteran quarterback now yeah, in Philip Rivers. Rivers, so there, so that yeah. part's nice. That that's actually I think, you know, helpful and um, yeah. I just you know I I, I would love for him. I, I think we we sort of drooled over his potential for you know for five years. You know, pretty much since the time he was signed, and you know there were flashes, there were moments. Uh, his you know his first half of 2018 was, you know, on a on a uh, on a rate based. You know, standard where you look at things like you know yards per target and catch rate and things like like that. His first half of twenty eighteen with minchu was was really about as good as anybody in the country, to be honest. Yeah. and then he had a kinda, few
1: games where he was just yeah you know, dominant and just
0: catching everything and um and being thrown to a lot. And then uh, and then kind of had you know kind of a down second half of the year and then. You know this year anthony gordon um you know like a lot of his predecessors you know really you know worked the middle a lot and and then des also you know there were times when he didn't really you know do himself any favors he had some you know some bad drops that you know turned I think into interceptions. He had two
1: different drops that turned into interceptions yeah, and i think he also crazy. had a
0: fumble in there at one yeah. point and so anyway it's you know he was sort of um you know a little bit of an enigma from a from a performance standpoint you always felt like he should have been able to do more With those physical tools and maybe that wasn't fair you know that that you know may have been an entirely unfair thing well Uh, i think that's
1: that's that's some when i I kept reading the you know the draft evaluations is that he's he's big he's big but he doesn't use his body the way you would hope and so he was he wasn't as physical uh didn't win the 50 50 balls now against gardner where i mean with gardner um he threw that back shoulder that des loves a lot and, mm-hmm. and and Falk threw that back shoulder for Des, too like although Des was younger uh, with Falk so he didn't get as much time but um but uh I Gordon didn't throw that ball nearly as much and and, no. and um and I, I maybe there was just kind of a a mismatch of uh, uh and obviously uh he was splitting time with Aesop Winston who uh was a college team a uh, community college teammate of of Anthony Gordon and and so maybe, you know, there was a, a little bit more of a, a tendency to throw the stuff that Winston likes when you're looking that way um, and, and not as much stuff that Des likes. But, you know, uh, that's just uh, speculation. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like he's uh, he is a monster and I, I I would love to see him like I. You could see him, you know, being a productive wide receiver in the NFL, just based on, like you said, the like the stretches he's had um, as a Coug, um, and just that. You know, I love that picture that we use, um, and we have it on our, uh, uh, our our post on Coug Center about um, of uh, about Des getting drafted as um, that stiff arm of the uh of, against colorado and in, in uh gardner's uh year and when he basically stiff-armed a guy for 30 yards down the field and so that that was kind of like like shows perfectly his uh his strength as a wide receiver his physical ability and so it's just you, you hope that he can turn that into uh to nfl success because it's it's always fun to watch these guys in the nfl um, but, yeah, yeah, like you said, he's got a chance. Um, yeah, like you said, NFL, like a veteran quarterback, uh, that means you're probably going to get some good balls and, and like, you're going to have a guy that's reading that If you're open, he's going to throw it to you. Um, uh, Rivers is not – he's not going to be, um, you know, locking in on one guy, anything like that. Um, obviously, he's getting up in age, but he's still been productive. So, um, hopefully that, that helps Des. Um, if he can, if he's open, he'll get the ball. Um, yeah. Uh, we got a couple other guys uh signing um got uh the aforementioned esop winston uh signing with the rams they why do your favorites always got to end up in the uh in the division <laughs> right uh, uh so i hope so Aesop, he makes
0: that roster but yeah yeah come
1: yeah. on um yeah so he, he can play with cooper cup <laughs> yeah. um the uh so um esop is interesting uh he he was like kind of famously not that fast but made plays that made him that looked pretty you know we always think back to the Utah uh 89 yard game winning touchdown and where he just outrun ran Utah's safety uh after juking him and and it's uh but his 40 times were like 4-8 but uh him and Brandon Arcanado um you know uh trained with the same people that that trained uh, John Ross uh, when he beat the uh, the combine record for the 40 time and he got his uh, 40 time down. I think it was like four, four, two uh, is what they said, uh, which is pretty damn fast. Um,
0: uh, well, it's certainly fast enough. Like, like, that's the big thing with receivers, right? You need to be fast enough, you know, to do stuff, to do things. And that's certainly I think you need at least enough.
1: a four, probably a four. I think, I don't know. It seems like Winston projects to an inside guy in the NFL just because of his height um and and his ability to get off the line in tight spaces uh, he just feels like an inside guy in the NFL to me yeah um yeah. so i think a 4-5 if you're going to be an
0: outside guy at that size you've got to be a special athlete yeah you got to be like
1: golden tate level athletic ability right. like yep um but yeah so but he but yeah if he can if he can run a 4-5 uh, you know sub 4-5 and we know he has a like a killer first step and we know he has uh you know glue like stick them on his hands and like he does not drop balls and um yeah if he if he can if he can find his way into there um obviously they have they have a couple guys at the top but the after that uh the like it's like with the colts they they don't have a lot of other um guys that are stick that you would expect to stick around so um, i think that's a good spot for him um again a guy that has just had so many reps and 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 such a chance to prove himself more than most guys that come out of college like he he probably caught more balls and more touchdowns had had more targets in two years than um any like four-year wide receiver would have and so you would hope that 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 helps him out when he when he goes to there and and, and the fact that he's in a more kind of open spread you know offense that definitely has some air principles i, I think I think it uh i think it's yeah, a pretty good spot
0: yeah and maybe he can you know show something again special teams you know maybe he can show something as a as a returner particularly maybe a punt returner that seems well, like something that would yeah. suit suit his skill set um you know and, and again you look at the rams you know they they have uh, obviously you mentioned cooper cup uh robert woods is, is another guy but then after that you know i mean josh reynolds again is a guy who i'm familiar with from fantasy football, but. Not that great. Um and then Welcome to you know, Jeff, got,
1: Jeff bitching about his fantasy team. Yeah, hour. yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah.
0: Nobody wants to hear about your fantasy football team, new sir. Um but you know, they had Brandon Cooks. He's not there anymore. So yeah, I mean, you know, opportunities. Opportunities for sure there for for a guy like that. And uh, you know, I hope I, I hope he I hope he absolutely kills it, man. That guy that guy deserves it. Um, the only thing that I'm left wondering is is how, like how it's even possible that someone could shave that much time off their forty. Um, all that does is make me think like something was wrong with them before.
1: Well, yeah, and <laughs> I don't. Did you read the article that Theo wrote? Um, it's so basically they uh, they I they him and Arcanado went to the same people. And apparently, Arcanado uh, just had no idea how to run they said which is funny you think back to jesus montero with uh with the mariners uh uh but it's so arcanado (laughs) looking
0: like he's stomping the ground while he's running to first base
1: yeah that's what that's so arcanado got down to like a four six or a four high four five or something as well um, it, you do wonder too, it's like they're training him to run the forty yard dash. Yes, which is
0: different than running on a football field.
1: But also yes. you can see like Winston, even though he ran a shitty forty yard dash before, he was he was definitely fast on the football field. Like he would torch dudes and like be wide open down the field for a touchdown. Like, you know, I right. think back to the Houston game and they had some pretty fast corners and he's wide open for a 50 yard touchdown. Like, and, and he said the Utah and then other plenty of other times when he just torched dudes, because like, he's just, he just knows how to get open and Arcanado's is the same way. I kind of a, halfway expected him to land somewhere just because, uh, there there's this kind of unique position and of of air raid air former air raid uh receivers that are that don't look like um nfl guys that find their way um and arcanado definitely like showed he knows what he's doing last year and and um so hopefully, I mean, he. I mean, it's not over. He could still find yeah. his way somewhere. He would
0: definitely be a prime guy who would end up in a mini camp, except yeah. there are no mini there, camps. Yeah, that's what that's what sucks <laughs> this year. Um, you know, he might end guys. up in a mini camp and get someone's attention and be invited back. You know, to training camp in the fall. Uh, but you know, since there is no, uh, there are no mini camps. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Hopefully, you know. Hopefully, yeah, I think still gets Marcus an invite. Strong
1: and be another guy that probably would have got a mini yeah. camp invite. Yep.
0: So hopefully they'll get invites, uh, you know, when July rolls around and, you know, camps open back up. And, you know, presuming that happens, I, I don't know that any of us knows what's going to happen. Shout out to PJ. So, um, you know, I think we'll just, uh, you know, cross our fingers and, and hope that guy gets a shot. I'd, I'd love to see him, you know, get a shot.
1: And, That'd be a hell of a story.
0: You know, and sometimes people, you know, I mean, I saw a lot of... I don't know. I, I saw a lot of tweets about how, you know, Arcanado was so good and so productive and how could he not get drafted? And, uh, you know, he's going to make a camp and surprise somebody. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I mean, I think sometimes I, I see working at a high school, I hear that kind of stuff too. Like, Oh, that guy could totally play the pac 12. And I'm like, you have no, like your, your calibration is so off in terms of what it takes to make it at that level. Um, you know, and when you see a person who's truly, truly a, you know, elite athlete at that at a, at a level. Right. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's different. So so that's the kind of thing that Arcanado's got working against him. Like, for example, a guy who made the Seahawks roster last year who, um, you know, who was kind of didn't really play a whole lot, you know, was kind of active and inactive and on and off the practice squad was John Ursua. And, and that's a guy who's, I mean, if we're just talking physical measurables, you know, is, is better than Arcanado's in every way. And he was a more productive college receiver at Hawaii. Right. So, um, and yet, you know, this is a guy who was, you know, I, I think he was a seventh round pick and, uh, you know, had a, had a really tough time, you know, breaking in. It's just really tough if you're not a special athlete in some way and and you know maybe Arcanado can make it happen I wouldn't put it past him given what given what he did but I mean look a year ago we were laughing at the at the possibility that he could be a, a starting wide receiver in the fall right
1: so, yeah we thought we were just like totally like, screwed oh at ha ha ha
0: yeah Brandon Arcanado is so great sure whatever I've been hearing that for three years
1: and then wow. he turned out he was essential <laughs> it
0: turned out we looked like idiots so yeah you know was great. it's not the first um, time
1: but yeah it's uh, yeah uh, you know, i hope he gets a chance um and then um i i yeah aesop's just one of those guys that was fun as hell to watch and and it'd be great to keep seeing him play because he's just you know got something about him that's just a, a blast to watch and um but yeah and then of course uh we got to mention um uh uh sorry sorry for Fred Malgoa um who uh got a, 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 a unsigned, uh an unsigned or undrafted contract with the Carolina Panthers um so uh that's good to see obviously he's been a, a steady presence on the offensive line for a long time with three different quarterbacks so um it's cool to see him uh, get a chance as well
0: and, you know, he's a guy who really got better every year um, and, you know, started playing really, really young. And, you know, early on it was kind of like, uh, is he big enough? You know, is he is he strong enough? I mean, there, there were, you know, a couple of years there where um, he would – I won't say regularly, but um, too often got sort of bulldozed right into the backfield uh, if he got singled up against somebody. And, you know, we got to this senior year, and I, I don't know about you, but I don't think I recall – that happening ever this year. Um, at least blatantly just him getting run over into the backfield, you know, getting out leveraged and, and 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 whatnot. So um so good for him, man. I again another great story. Kid from Samoa uh, you know, comes to Pullman, you know, spends all those years in Pullman and now he's heading all the way out to the East Coast to to be in Carolina, to be in uh Charlotte, North Carolina and Uh, you know, certainly a a very cool thing for him and uh, well-deserved. He's a guy who got better every year, you know, and you love seeing guys like that, you know, particularly a guy who's, uh, you know, who's so quiet and and unassuming, but um, really turned out to be the rock of the offensive line. And uh, yeah, you know, good for him.
1: Yeah. um, It's uh, it's interesting. Um, uh, Jeff in his post shared a tweet that said, uh, 31% of NFL rosters were, um, undrafted free agents. Of course, that's kind of a numbers thing. Uh, um, it, it'd be interesting to see like snaps played and stuff like that too. Yeah. Um, but, but, uh, but still, you know, that, that just shows that they're, you know, these guys make rosters pretty regularly. Like it, this is a, this is a way that teams acquire talent. Uh, um, um uh you know we think about the wide receivers uh we one of the seahawks best wide receivers in their history doug baldwin was undrafted free agent so um yeah, there are definitely positions i you know uh, it, it, it seems weird in this day that a, a quarterback would go undrafted and, and yeah it just seems like they've gotten better at better analyzing that but uh, it so I, uh, you know I hope that works out but it's, you know, uh, well, I'll, get, I'll talk about, you know, just one one guy drafted this year. Um, uh, that's kind of like, you know, I don't know what that says about the program where you, you got one six-round pick, uh, where you got like other Pac-12 programs that, you know, have multiple, you know, half a dozen picks or whatever throughout the thing and, and uh, a bunch of other guys that are kind of on the radar and and uh it, it the only team that didn't have a pick is arizona um it was kind of surprising but uh, but yeah is you think uh the uh the kind of just just having one six-round pick out of out of the whole roster is that is that any indication of of uh of being worried about this the health of the program
0: yeah i mean i you know i don't think this is any you know big uh surprise or revelation based off the things we've talked about right right um i mean it's you know we were you know we were worried all season watching that season unfold that the that the talent level is is dropping and and worried that recruiting was not there and i know People love to, you know, be like, oh, stars don't matter. Look at this no star guy who was drafted in the first round. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, look, you know, 50% of all kids who were rated five stars got drafted. So, you know what I mean? It's like, no, yeah, it, it does 50% matter.
1: 50% of kids that were rated five stars <laughs> right? get drafted. Go look up at how the, the rest of the population of high school football players gets drafted. Right. Like, it stars are. Fairly predictive. It's not. It's not just. It's not nothing.
0: It's extremely predictive. Just because there are guys who don't make it doesn't mean it's not predictive, right? So, um, yeah. I mean, I do think this is indicative of the of the overall talent level on the team. I, you know, it's. I don't think you can really argue with that. Uh, you know, you look at a, at a program like Hawaii, well, you know, or Hawaii, Utah, sorry. I don't know if I got Hawaii on the brain. Uh, you know, a program like Utah, you know, they've got guys, you know, five, six, seven guys drafted year after year after year right now. You know, they've kind of passed us in yep. the Pac-12. So, um, yeah, you know, and, and I don't Particularly know. Particularly the big
1: guys, too. They got, yeah. they got a lot of big guys drafted.
0: Yep. So, and, and the other thing is, you know, I don't know when you look at this roster if you see – uh that changing in the near future. I mean I think everybody assumes, you know, whenever Max Borgie comes out, he's gonna be a draft pick.
1: But Abe Lucas. And... Yeah,
0: Abe Lucas probably will be. But, you know, I mean, as I look at the I mean, maybe uh, you know, maybe Travell Harris is a guy who
1: could For return um, possibility. Of pe- yeah, return
0: possibilities out. and just, you know, as an inside receiver depending mm-hmm. on how he develops. Uh you know, if Tay Martin has a big year, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. that happening on offense. Um, You know, if, you know, maybe Liam Ryan moves back inside, you know, yeah. maybe a chance there, Um, you know, so, I mean, I mean, these things are all all possible. You look at the defense, you go, uh, you know, and, and maybe we should include Jalen Thompson in this because as a supplemental pick, he's that's technically, I know yeah, that he, he played last he, year, but that means
1: he would have been a mid round draft pick. Right. Sure.
0: And that means that a team gave up a pick in this draft to draft him. So, so maybe we should include him and that's fine. But I mean, again, you, you know, you look at the, look at the defense and go, I don't know, man, are any of those guys getting drafted? I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, not, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head on the defense that I'm like, yeah, that guy's getting drafted. Yeah. Right. So uh, it's, yeah, I, I do think it's indicative of where the program's at. I mean, this is a team that went six and six in the regular season last year and, you know, couldn't figure out a way to, to outscore uh, air force. So, I mean, yeah, not not a not a shock that only one guy was drafted. I think I think my sort of ceiling was two. I, I kind of mm-hmm. thought ah, maybe we'll get two, uh, and to to have it, you know, kind of turn out that way, I think, is is more of a uh, uh, of an affirmation of, of a little bit of the worry we've got. And, and again, maybe maybe a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a of a signal that, you know, a change was in order and, you know, may end up being a good thing coach yeah well
1: coach. um actually no uh if we're gonna talk recruiting i think we it, we, weren't, we weren't playing on this but i think we need to talk about it um I right let's uh well we'll talk about the fact that wc does not have a single recruit signed <laughs> yet sure uh, but let's let's take a break and then maybe we'll talk about our beers and then we'll talk about recruiting cool And we're back all right jeff uh, we both got big boys tonight i know we do um what, what are you drinking i
0: am having uh, a black mirror by deschutes um and and i gotta say i gotta i gotta brag on myself for just a second okay so you you have been drinking uh for the last couple of weeks you've been drinking beers out of your cellar yep. that are like five and six years old right right and um, you know me. You know that I don't have the patience for that. That I don't have the patience to sell her my beers for years and years. So I or want to space. let you know. Uh, yeah, I I want to <laughs> let. You, yeah, I mean, I could make space if I needed to. I mean, I could
1: make. Don't a don't go something. down that road, my man. Don't I go. Down I have a garage. I mean, yeah. yeah don't whatever. do. Well, that's not a. It's not a great cellar in space. A garage. Yeah, it's true. Right? Unless yeah, it's you wanna, pretty. If you want to temp temp control it and keep it's it, true. you know. Uh, but it's anyways. True. Yeah. Just don't go down that road basically as I'm saying. Just don't do well, that. Well, okay.
0: So I won't go down that road. But I will tell you that I have had this bottle of Black Mirror for a year. And so that you, should is good. you should be proud of me. should be proud of me for letting I, it sit I feel there. I like think
1: I remember me. when you bought it, you sent a picture because I don't think I've had that one. They had I, it at I Costco. Don't, I don't so a lot think of times that... when i if
0: I'm at Costco and they're selling some of the you know, they they a lot of times they get the big Deschutes beers there, and yeah, so they do. you know, I'll grab one and um, yeah, it's it's OK. Um, and it's that's not a uh, that's more of a personal preference thing on it. Um, really heavy black licorice flavor to it. Um, and I'm uh, not a big fan it. of black licorice yeah, yeah. Um, on the on the bottle. It says toffee and fruit. And, and I'm like, eh, it mostly tastes like black licorice to me. So um, but it's OK. You know, I'm, I'm liking it more as it's warming up. Uh, the flavors, you know, a little more mellow. Uh, it's mellowing out a little bit as it gets warmer uh, probably mellowing out a little bit as I get deeper into it too. So, um, nice. but yeah, I mean, I'm not disappointed. I'm again, it's, I'm mostly just proud of myself.
1: It's described as a black barley wine, which is, uh, it's like, is that not a stout? I'm, I'm kind of confused, <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah.
0: tomato, but, tomato,
1: but yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. If they, if they're, if they, if they brew it and it has those like toffee characteristics and yeah, sure. It's, it's, barley wine um i i've actually never had that beer so um i've kind of uh passed the point where i seek out any sort of uh um new like deschutes barrel aged beers just because i've you know moved on to other breweries barrel aged sure. beers um but as you may have noticed i've been drinking a lot of my old deschutes uh barrel aged beers and that's been yeah. fun yeah. um but i also I got, I got one from deep deep in the cellar Tonight, um, it is, uh, so I don't know if you know what, uh, you didn't know what song I sang at the top, uh, but that was a parody of Tool's Parabola. Ah, Um, there we go. So uh, what I'm drinking tonight is 2015 Parabola from Firestone. Uh, My thinking was um, a parabola is, of course, a U-shape with a peak at the top. And then you uh, find yourself cascading towards the bottom. Um, we have hit our peak last week um, having uh, Ken Palm um, on the podcast. And we are now headed down downhill. Um, nothing is going to be as good as that. So um, that was my thinking with the song and with this beer. Um, this is a, a Barrel Age Imperial Stout. Um, definitely uh, kind of in the kind of OG style, like where, uh, you, when you get a lot of barrel age stouts now, like they're going for like this kind of brownie batter, um, fudgy taste. And, uh, even though this has the ABV that you would expect from those things, 14%, it still is, is kind of like sort of, uh, lighter and, 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 um, yeah, more barrel focused, even, even though it's five years old. Um, it, it's very good. It, it reminds me of, uh, a lot of uh uh, barrel aged stouts of when i first got into barrel aged stouts um i i had been buying it probably every year i I, until they um there was one year they so firestone walker was purchased by duval mortgott um and then duval mark also owns boulevard Brewing in kansas city and there was one year i think it was 2017 or 2018 uh, they they actually, uh, Firestone didn't have the capacity to brew and barrel Parabola in their own facility. And so they did it at Boulevard. So the Firestone Walker people didn't even make the beer. <laughs> uh, they just basically used a recipe and, and threw it in Boulevard's barrels and whatever. And it just was definitely different that year. Um, and I've kind of been soured on it since then. Uh, but the vintage ones are fantastic this beer is so on point um I, i'm glad i opened it up um uh and yeah like you know uh, just like us with having the podcast last year it was pretty much all downhill from <laughs> there for Firestone walker as well um uh, still yeah. very good brewery but um uh, maybe maybe not the not as uh, elite as they once were uh but always yeah, happens
0: so, when you sell out always happens
1: well if you're gonna sell out selling out to like a Belgian brewery, like Duval Morgat wasn't as bad because they, they respect like the the barrel aging programs and stuff that they have and, and they kind of let them play a lot more. Um, they probably saw it as like, you know, that it was good, they could make Parabola at, you know, Boulevard, they wouldn't have been able to do it otherwise. They would have just, because sometimes they skip years on some of their beers. Like one they, they their barrel aged barley wine, sucaba, uh they skipped a year. Um, and brewed a different beer, and people were pretty mad, <laughs> and so they brought it back the next year. So they probably would have had to do that with Parabola. Probably would have been better off, honestly, for them to take it away for a year. And then people would, would have been like, Yeah, Parabola's back the next year, and would have been crazy for it. But um, this is still back when Firestone, uh, all their barrel age series, they, they put in these boxes. Um, this is still when they were 22 ounce beers. Um, all the Firestone Walker. Now are in 12 ounce bottles. It's still inside the little boxes. Um, but, uh, but they're 12 ounce bottles. So if you get a Firestone Walker one, which I think was a smart move on their part because it's basically half the financial commitment to, to buy it so, and try it out. Um, instead yeah. of spending 20, 20 bucks, you're spending 10 bucks. And that's for a lot of people. Even me, like, you know, um, if I, I, I still buy like the barley wine, the cicaba and stuff, but I probably wouldn't if it was 20 bucks, but it's 10 bucks. So I buy I buy one um but yeah so uh, firestone walker cheers uh definitely one of the breweries that got me into a lot of different styles and so uh, respect for them same with the shoots of course um so I, I think we're cheersing to some to some older og breweries tonight so that's pretty cool um but yeah since everyone hates the beer talk maybe we should stop <laughs> with that uh, yeah but yeah it's for I, us anyway I kind of had this idea uh, just because uh we were bringing it up but um you know uh, uh wsu hasn't signed a recruit um this uh this or i mean it hasn't gotten a commit from So of course they haven't yeah. signed a recruit that would not be allowed yeah, um that would they, be illegal they, yeah they, they uh illegal illegal they would yeah. be arrested if yeah. they tried they would be arrested no yeah um but they they haven't signed a recruit uh, for twenty twenty one or sign I said it again. They haven't <laughs> have a commit. I've had a fourteen percent. Come success. on,
0: Craig. You also were um, drinking other beers too. I saw that.
1: I, I was, I was. Uh Sharon. Uh, but a beer yeah, they, they 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 don't have a commit for twenty twenty one. Um yes. which and they're one of two uh Theo Lawson pointed out, they're one of two uh power power five programs that don't have commits for 2021 so that's not a it's not a company that's you not be good in. no um and obviously WC has multiple things working against him in that it's a changing coaching staff um and uh, yeah I, I know you have some thoughts so like uh like why is this happening and, and why is it bad
0: <laughs> well <laughs> I will say this. I, I don't think it's entirely alarming that they don't have any. Um, I mean, I would have to go back and look and, and maybe I should do that. And I, I've, by the way, full disclosure, I've not read Theo's story yet. On, yeah, you know, I haven't David either. Brandon Huffman. So maybe he addresses this in there. But, um, you know, it seems like at this time of year, we maybe have one or two and sometimes it's like you know a quarterback that we got nice and early or, or something like that and one that um, eventually
1: decommits
0: yeah one that's you know ian book and decommits or whatever so you know I, I i i'm not overly concerned with the the mere fact that we don't have any like that that does like that fact doesn't like make me go oh, God, we don't have one. You know, I mean, I'd, it's not like that. However, um, you know, I think the the points that are raised in there do make a lot of um, anecdotal sense. I, I think Pullman is a place, and, and again, this is speaking, you know, from personal experience and, and the experience of, you know, listening to other players talk, you know, when they decided to, to come to Pullman, you know, not very many people decide to come to Pullman's sight unseen. Um, most people have preconceived notions about Pullman, particularly if they're uh, Washington, uh, residents you know they they have almost certainly never set foot in Pullman uh, you know all they know is it's in the middle of nowhere uh, and so they just kind of think ah, you know whatever you
1: know, or if, country. I, I, as I said on uh, Preston's podcast on the cook Center Hour um, you know when I grew up I didn't even know where WSU was I thought it was in Spokane so right like you just don't know where it is it's it's yeah. you know it's on the east side of the state you don't know where
0: Well, and there was, there was always the joke that, you know, I grew up as we've discussed before, you know, I grew up a Husky fan and it's like, uh, you know, the joke was always go east till you smell it and go south till you step in it. Uh, 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 uh." And it's like, you know, I mean, really, but that, that is a, a really accurate description of how people think of it in terms of where it is. Like, I don't know, it's out there somewhere. In in the eastern half of the state, somewhere kind of in the southern part. Like it's um and so and and it's not a place that you travel through on your way to anywhere. Nobody's going to Moscow, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, so like we say, you're not, well, if
1: you're going to Moscow or Troy, Idaho, you yeah, know, if you're headed to Troy. Right. You know, you could really you know. You know, I'm pretty sure I covered some
0: high school football for the Lewiston Tribune in Troy when I was in college. But it's it's like, you know, you don't just make your way through Pullman on accident. And so, I mean, even Spokane, you might drive through if you are, you know, driving to Coeur d'Alene or driving to Montana or, you know, I mean, there are lots of reasons why you might drive through Spokane. There are literally zero reasons why you'd end up in Pullman other than going to Pullman. And so until you can get people there they can't really know what it's about. I mean, I, I imagine I'm not alone as a person who uh, visited the campus and went, oh my God, this is like really cool. Like I had no idea because nobody has any idea until they get there. And so yeah, it's uh, it definitely is not helping us to not be able to have recruits on campus. Like I think that's probably more if if you were to make a list of power five programs that this sort of uh situation hurts the most we're probably at the top of the list in terms of recruiting anyway
1: yeah Craig, yeah I, I, are I, you I, there sorry yeah like i was Did i catch a mid drink no i just yeah i was uh yeah i was <laughs> looking at something but i was definitely listening to you oh are um, you but, yeah, sure what i say yeah, at the end? yeah you said uh we're definitely one of the the programs that would be affected by the most, or at least okay. we right there. So, All right. um, I'm making uh, sure though, but yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's uh, really the, 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 uh, it, it sucks, but I mean, at most we're five, like five, five or seven recruits behind. So it's not like, it's not like everyone has 25 recruits already committed and like the the classes are already sewn up and we're just like picking what's left over and it's it's we're screwed entirely um yeah it's like i think i i think it was obvious with the yeah with the with the the new staff it was going to be a there's always going to be kind of some sort of slow start um but we know there's some uh, just kind of uh skimming through the article that uh brand huffman says some nice things about kind of the way rolovich does things and, and uh um, the way that kids view him and stuff so i, I, I think uh um I, I i think we have a we have a head coach that's going to be more active than he was in the past and so um and, and as huffman and, and theo uh talk about in this article so yeah. that that that'll kind of make up for you know some things maybe that it, but obviously that's going to help when he can actually go see kids and bring kids to Pullman and stuff. We need that. Um, so yeah. And truthfully the kids wouldn't be coming to Pullman that much right now. So, uh, they,
0: they typically do use this time to come up like junior days during spring practice, uh, unofficial visits, things like that. So especially the Washington kids. Um, that's when you get them to come over and visit. Well, yeah, junior so, day so cars, yeah. Definitely missing out on that. But but look, I, I'm looking at the list of of uh commits in the Pac-12. Okay, so here's a list of you want to know how many teams have more than 2 commits right now in the Pac-12? Take a I guess. Do, how many have I, more I, than 2? Uh 4. That's it. 4. <laughs> okay. It's Washington, Oregon, Cal, and USC. And and that's it. So those are the only teams with four. UCLA has two. Stanford has two. Arizona State has two. Utah with one. Colorado with one. Oregon State with two. And Arizona with zero.
1: How do so, we catch up?
0: So I mean, it's it's like, what if we got two commits tomorrow? Oh yeah. my god, everything's different. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm not. You know, I'm not. Uh, you know it's not causing me to lose any sleep, but I also think, yeah, I mean, it this is probably not good for us and probably does harm recruiting. Cause I think if you can get them on campus and then especially with, you know, Rolovich and, and his ability to, to, you know, sell things, I, I think, um, you know, that, that should be a winning combination. You really should get that first class boost. I know that, um, You know, it's that that first class after the the one that's, you know, year zero, the year zero class. Right. You know, that that next class is the one where you can really sell them on on the hope and the vision. And, you know, unfortunately, Rolovich isn't really getting that opportunity.
1: Yeah, um, that's that. that, That's what that's what, you know, goddamn COVID. I've I've taught B to say stupid COVID. (laughs) <laughs> um, because she'll be like she'll she'll be like i'll wear like a Sounders shirt be like oh we go to sounders we go to the <sighs> sounders or whatever and like and so uh or we see jeff we see jeff I know. um but uh and but yeah so i have taught her to say stupid covid um but yeah stupid covid although um we were uh, we did have kim palm last week because of covid so yeah,
0: yeah you know, <laughs> so, trade-offs you know and we're and we're suddenly Borussia Dortmund fans because of COVID so oh yeah we'll have to talk about that on the podcast it's I got my jacket
1: I got my that'll be a funny story my kit as like I know I got my uh, I got my 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 scarf I'm ready to go let's go okay People people right
0: now are like what are they talking about we'll talk about that later maybe when the Bundesliga starts playing again yeah but on the bright side, okay. I, 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 have did, one. I did. I uh, did. By the way, I did get to see B today. We should let the we should let the listeners know this. Oh, I dropped yes. off a beer at your house, and uh, handed it to Amanda from a safe distance. And B, hi Jeff, hi Jeff, and I'm like, Ooh. she melts my heart, dude.
1: Yeah, dude, she loves you. Oh, uh, you I definitely have too. made a good impression on her every time. She'll just like right, so. If if she sees me wearing a Sanders shirt, she'll be like, Oh Sanders, oh Jeff uncle jeff <laughs> i see jeff uh, I i'm like it. yeah but yeah we that was the plan we had some tickets that was gonna be. That was going to be all what we did all spring and summer and fall was go to, supposed to be. uh whatever yeah um uh, <laughs> side note before we move on we got to talk about this uh um, yeah. uh this new uh, ncaa proposed uh rules but uh I'm gonna say so. This bottle I'm looking at, I, I was just looking at it. This 2015 Parabola. Yeah. So if you if you spin it to the side, above like where the barcode is and where it says like Firestone Walker Brewing Company, Paso Robles, California, it says 2014 Vintage Parabola Stout Asian Bourbon Barrel. So it says 2015 on the bottle, but it says 2014. So they obviously forgot to change that part of the label that's pretty funny. That's funny i wonder if that's common i don't know that's hilarious uh, yeah that's funny all right anyways so uh yeah so um couple things uh one um the ncaa uh, i mean um has uh proposed uh some rules uh, they may be moving to to allow students to receive compensation for um, uh, promoting things. Um, And then uh, there's obviously some caveats with it. Uh, But this is um, an interesting step that may, is probably going to be happening um, with some... It's going to happen. Yeah. It has uh, to happen. Well, yeah. The California kind of forced there.
0: Yes, they did. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's... uh... You know, obviously, this ignites a, a pretty fierce debate within fans. Um, you know, in particular, I think WSU fans are really sensitive to this one because they think yeah. that um, this will give uh, other programs an advantage, right? Like, oh no, this is this will just you Hold know make the make the Jeff. rich richer.
1: <laughs> news Newsflash. Yeah. Newsflash. The rich are already rich, yeah, and they already get all the good recruits. I know. Um, we're not. We're. I'm surprised we're not that getting more people any don't of, recognize that we're not getting any of those five star recruits now. Right. Like, w- what would change? Okay, so Alabama can su- uh, can suddenly get more can get what the same guys like. Yeah, I don't.
0: I, I don't think people realize how. Um, how significantly the talent has consolidated at a handful of programs. More even more so than five years ago or 10 years ago or 15 years ago. Um, it's it's really bonkers how much talent is has been consolidated. Well, basically
1: I yeah, like Dabo kind of messed yeah, things up. Like he has got like now Clemson wasn't a player, but now they're a player now they're landing. But it's yeah. it's Alabama, Ohio State, and Clemson. Um, and That's Clemson. basically it
0: like they like like the best players in the country are going to those three programs and all you have to do is look at the nfl draft and it's like oh yeah (laughs) like like half of the first round was from alabama clemson or ohio state like like it's absolutely insane um and i think that you know the thing that fans worry about and 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 i understand this um you know, I understand the line of thinking. I just don't think it's rational from a, just from a math perspective. So so kind of follow me on this one. So I think the worry is that even more of those kids will go to USC, UCLA, Oregon, right, yeah. whatever. And to which I always say, okay, so if we're talking endorsements, our right, endorsements are based off of, you know, what, name recognition, celebrity, et cetera, right? Oh, well, of course, you know, Los Angeles or, or whatever, you know, Seattle is going to be more of a hotbed for that. There's more, you know, resources for this. Okay, true. Won't argue with that. That's absolutely true. Um, but I, I'll also say this, like, your celebrity is limited to some degree by, uh, by by your playing time, right? Like, there's still, you know, if we're just talking football, and obviously this uh name image and likeness NIL stuff can is going to extend to other sports as well it's not just football but uh, most people care you know mostly about football uh, there are still only 11 guys on the field at any given time there is still only one football and right. so if okay so if a kid says i'm going to pick USC because you know five star kids going to pick you all the five star kids are going to pick USC because los angeles is a huge media market only, you know, okay, well, if what if they're all quarterbacks? I mean, only one quarterback can play at a time. What if they're running backs? Only one or two running backs are going to see significant time. What if they're wide receivers? Again, only two to three wide receivers are going to catch enough balls. I mean, there's still only one football. There's still only 11 players. So there's only so much opportunity to stand out, um, even if, you know, the the opportunity is there, you know, in theory, right? Right. Um, you know, and then the other thing is, I, I think that obviously the the big worry is, oh, you know, some deep-pocketed booster is going to just hand out, you know, $100,000 checks to these guys for quote-unquote endorsements, right? Um, You know, to which I say, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, these guys don't have limitless money. You know, they're not going to be... I mean, imagine if they handed out a $100,000 check to everybody on the team.
1: That's yeah, a lot right. of money. Yeah, and... and <laughs> right? And at the same time, there's already that shit going on. So Totally. They don't they don't need the endorsement guys for totally. it. Like it doesn't
0: So, you know, I just I you know, I, I just think there are a lot of rational economic reasons to think that this isn't gonna make anything any worse than it already is. And I tend to think that, you know, maybe the opposite will be true. I mean, maybe it won't be, but you know, okay, so I think of, you know, if I'm a kid and I've got a chance to go to Pullman, right? Okay, so if I'm choosing between, say, Pullman and I don't know Utah, right? Let me think. Pullman and Utah, or or maybe Pullman and Cal, right? I mean, these teams that are are the, the 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 teams we typically battle for recruits, right? Okay, so you know, am I am I gonna maximize my value more in Pullman or in Salt Lake City? Well, you know, I mean, Salt Lake City, yes, obviously bigger city, but also BYU is kind of the main show there in well, a lot of ways. Right. And so and also,
1: yeah. Yeah. And, you of, know, Berkeley is of, not. Yeah, so sorry. anyway, what were you gonna say? No, I, well, I, I, yeah, well, I was going to say, and also we know where most of WSU's alums live. Like it's mm-hmm. not, it's not in Pullman. Exactly.
0: So I, you know, I just think that, you know, maybe there's an opportunity there that we don't realize is an opportunity. Right. And, I tend to think that the administrators who say things—I understand why fans think, "Oh man, the rich will just get richer." Okay, I, I get it. Fans are paranoid, and they, you know, especially our fans, always think, you know, we are, you know, all, you know, everybody's out to screw us. And okay, fine. But when I hear college administrators say it, I think, okay, you should know better than that, right? Like, like if you're worried about, oh, the rich getting richer, it's like that is such a disingenuous argument on its face for them they should know better than that and so when i hear those kind of arguments what that tells me is that what they actually are concerned about is that enterprising teams that are you know part of the quote unquote have nots at the moment um, may have an opportunity to uh, increase their stature you know in a way that you know i mean look people in power i always tell my students this: people in power will do just about anything to keep their power I mean, that's true in, in virtually any context. Um, and so the idea that a school and and maybe it's not WSU, maybe it's Utah, maybe it's whatever, but, um, you know, the idea that a school that's, you know, typically, you know, firmly outside that top tier, you know, might be able to use this to climb into that top tier probably ought to terrify. I mean, look, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio state, they like everything the way it is. Thank you very much. USC. There's a reason
1: that they have not been, right pushing for this right
0: USC will you know UCLA um, Washington schools that maybe aren't in that tier but are in just a notch below it and fancy themselves as part of that tier you know might also say to themselves oh you know this we just you know, we don't want this well yeah because they think they can reach that without this they don't need this schools like Utah you know or Colorado or You know, I mean, Wazoo ought to honestly ought to be licking their chops and ought to be like, hey, there's an opportunity here to to work this in a way to benefit the program. Um, You know, I so I I think that I think that honestly, most of the concerns are overblown. Um, I think and if it's not clear, I'm totally in favor of this. I think athletes absolutely should be able to uh, to earn from their likeness. I think it's absolutely insane that they can't. Yeah. And, uh, and I also want NCAA football back, so.
1: Yes. Um, <laughs> well, to, just before we get to that, um, I, 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 I agree. And I think it's kind of the uh, – it's to me the, the people that are staunchly against, like, athletes being paid by the universities to play, like, at least give them this route. Like, why can't you why, – why can't they – like, if someone wants to pay them – to promote their bar or their car dealership or whatever, like let them do it. Like it's it. like, if you think about all the money that Gardner Minshew could have made in his senior, like we made a shirt. We because, made money off Gardner Minshew. We made money off. Gardner I still Minshew. feel guilty about that. I definitely do. And, and, and definitely other businesses in Pullman made money off of a mustached, uh, what like general thing. And, and Gardner saw none of that. and, um and which uh uh you know yeah i still feel guilty about but whatever um we didn't make we 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 pulled it down pretty quick but um but anyway so it yes but anyways ncaa football uh the football game the video game the greatest video game series of all time ever uh, which was uh taken from us uh unceremoniously seven years ago at this point
0: has it been that long?
1: I, I, th- I think that I, ha- I still, on my PS3, I, I think the most recent one I have is NCAA 14, which would be, uh, I mean, it came out in 2013. 13, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's got our, you know, our our, our 2013 Cougs. Uh, you can still, um, because this game is so beloved, people, make ro- people go through and make entire NCAA rosters with all the players' names on them that you can get. Like, pretty easily, and and use and still play NCAA 14 with the updated yep. rosters. That's how much people love that game. Um, I even saw someone say that, like, just bring it back, you could have the same graphics and the same engine as, <laughs> as the 2014. Just game. make we don't us care. a new one, just give me a new one. I don't care, don't but yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, That's hilarious. seriously. I want to play with the Cougs on my PS4 or my PS5 next year, and like that seems amazing. Like that's literally it. Oh my god! The the like it was just like it was. It's such a different experience in like Madden, like because there's the whole like program building aspect of it, the recruiting, everything. Like it was the Dynasty mode was so fun. Like Dynasty mode was amazing. Like you didn't even play the game most of the time. You just sim through dynasty mode recruit your guys you know it like and 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 i look like it's funny i also and honestly like um the basketball game 2k uh, i think the last one was 2k8 like they obviously stopped that a long time ago but if it could be cheaper for them to bring it back like 2k8 was such a great game um and and it was fun the recruiting part of it and everything like it's such a such a different experience than like the Madden and NBA Two K games, and like, uh, dude, I, I just I want to play with them Cougs on on my, on my updated systems, and um, I, I miss it. Like, I I can't. I played so much NCAA 06 in, in college. Like uh, that, I, I still think that was the best version of it was NCAA yeah. 06. And, and
0: we we would play into the middle of the night playing ncaa football on our old you know ps1 back in the day when i was in college uh we would just play it over and over and and we played we so we played ncaa 97 <laughs> or 98 back in the day um but it's just i don't know man there's just uh you know there's something cool about you know playing as your school and uh you know, I mean, we would we'd have. You well, know, there giant... was something
1: cool about like NCAA six had uh, all the FCS programs. Yeah. Something pretty cool about taking Grambling State to a to a national championship. Like... Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, and it's got also. I mean, you get all of the other quirks too. I mean, you get all the the different offenses, right? I mean, you could run mm-hmm. the air raid, you could run the triple option, you can, you know, there are a lot a lot of things you could do in there uh to you know to to make it interesting and, and so yeah it's uh, i miss it and it's it's really the only game i mean i'm i'm pretty much a religious you know fifa soccer player at this point on my xbox um which you know suddenly i have time to do again because i'm at home all day every day but uh you know this is pretty much the only game that i think could really make a run at at my my time from a from a sports perspective you know I, I made a comment to my students yesterday on a on a zoom classroom meeting that fifa is the perfect sports game but you know I, I i think i was speaking mostly about the current ones because ncaa football is definitely you know a notch notch above that um it's it's definitely got a special place in my heart
1: yeah for sure i i mean i i, I would that's the only game the sports game that i would buy every single year just like I'm by, I don't care. Like I'm, I'm getting a yeah. new version. I don't care. Um, it, and even if like, you know, not that much was updated, whatever, like that, if, if this, uh, it's kind of funny, everyone be freaking out because like, Oh, players can do their likenesses. Like, well, I'm not sure if EA or whoever is going to go out and try to secure um if there was some sort of players union like like the nfl play so if you play madden they have they have to get rights from the nfl for all the franchises yeah and then they have to get rights from the nfl players union for the players names uh there is no players union in ncaa uh so it it would be very difficult for them to like get that those rights like just because they still would be making like the weird, like player that is exactly like the player, you know, number five USC, number five, right. Who's a running back. Who's the best player in the world. Like is maybe, no, that's not Reggie Bush. That's USC. Number five. (laughs) USC.
0: Um, Number five.
1: Yeah. Like, but, but, but yeah, like you still like, they're still going to run into that. Um, I so that that seems weird to me like I I always so I don't know if it changes anything like it's so hard to get those rights to the players like without some sort of like group like like a union or, or some sort of player group where you could just say okay we have rights to all the players in the NCAA we're allowed to make you know even if it's just running back number five we can still do that and even if it kind of looks like you and has all the the same exact height and and school year, and like high school you went to and like all that stuff, like it, it's allowed. But uh, yeah, I, I just don't see how it changes it. Um, I, I I think what they could have done in the like in these last seven years is try to secure rights just from the schools and then and just make it so it's not the real players. Because I it, the funny thing about like NCAA. Is yeah it was interesting when you could have Reggie Bush or whatever um, in the game but you play dynasty mode so honestly you'd sim through four seasons and like all those players that were real are gone in like five seconds and you wouldn't care like and so uh, it was always like I don't care if the players are real like just give me the school but I, I think the Brit so that that's that's what's been the the difficulty for building a game is getting the rights from all the schools. Cause even like it's, it's another individual thing. Like even you, you can't go to the PAC 12 and be like, can I have the rights to all your schools? No, each school has their own rights like to negotiate. Like, and so, so uh, 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 it, it basically to create a realistic game, a sc- like uh, uh, the video game maker would have to go and get rights from all whatever 130 FBS programs at least um to do that which they've done before so they could do it again but it was probably more valuable when they they thought when they had the uh players that's another thing uh maybe video maybe like big video games aren't as valuable anymore and so they're not going to do it but um we can have hope in simply 21 i don't know yeah i one of the provisions maybe I just of, ruined all your maybe, just maybe poured way too much uh, rain on your parades but it's okay that's the parabola
0: talking it's all right um, I you know one of the provisions of the recommendations from the NCAA is that that uh, uh, players would be able to hire an agent for the purpose of negotiating endorsements um, so I would not be surprised if there was a you know an organization that popped up, for organizing uh, benefits on behalf of large groups of players. So in other words, a, an organization that would pop up and say, you know, hey, we'll negotiate, you know, video game rights for you, we'll negotiate. I mean, I don't know, I'm trying to think of uh you know i'm trying to think of something else where it would be where group rights would come into play i'm sure that so, i'm sure that some
1: agent would come up with that yeah right
0: and right. so you know they just you know talk to the players get them to sign up for that and sign over their you know that they negotiating rights and hey if we can negotiate a deal you'll get you know x percentage of whatever and so what if you um, if you're this so,
1: agent you have to hire 130 interns to go to Every single <laughs> right. campus. Every single be campus like, to get everybody like, signed uh, up. Like right. go to practice and be like, I need hey. everyone to sign.
0: Yeah. Like I, even I, the
1: walk ons. Come on. But I do think I'm sure
0: there, there are ways that they could you know, that their group licensing rights could be collectivized in a way that could they could make money that I'm not thinking of. So Um, But I would imagine it'd be, you know, it'd be something like that. Something like a players association that um, negotiates those things on their behalf. They get a royalty check and everybody wins. And, you know, I think I think that probably is I think that probably is the most likely outcome whenever this gets adopted. But it's, you know, look, we Jay Billis, who's a great follow on Twitter. But you have to
1: say, like, but that at the same time, would the uh, star of the team? want to sign on to the group agreement that everyone gets oh, x goodness. money for well being now we're game. getting
0: back to like ken griffey jr baseball stuff right where it's well, like... yeah
1: i mean that's that's <laughs> gonna happen right
0: <laughs> or barry you know we, there was always the video games and they never had barry bonds in them or the video did, games he wasn't, that never had, the he wasn't part of the BPA.
1: yeah he never had uh charles barkley Was not in a bunch of games. Michael Jordan wasn't in a bunch of games. Correct. Uh, They took themselves out. So, uh, you know, maybe we wouldn't see the Trevor Lawrence wouldn't be in NCAA 21. He'd have his own. (laughs) I don't think, uh, you know, I don't know.
0: I don't think that'll be a huge issue, to be honest. But, yeah, you know, we can hope. This is still probably a couple years away. Uh, the NCAA established a committee, which then now has made some recommendations and they won't be voted on for months and months and months. And, you know. So it's it's probably right. still you're you're probably looking at 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 the soonest, like an NCAA 23 situation. But I'll be like, you know, I'll be 50 by the time that happens. But.
1: Yeah, well, your kids will be old enough that you'll have more time to play video games.
0: So. God, my kids suck at sports games, man. It's so annoying. Well, they don't have they have hardly any to play anymore. I'm like I'm like play they they want to play FIFA with me. I'm like no you don't. And they're like, "Yeah, we want to play." I'm like, "Dude, I will annihilate you."
1: And yeah, they're but like, That's I, so "Okay." When... And
0: then I go beat them like 6-0 nothing and they're like, uh, <laughs> "Dad, you beat me too bad." And I'm like, "Then play the game and get better at it." Come on.
1: I don't have um, are a you giving them. are you giving them the time to play that game or oh, are you they have are the time to play there?
0: they have the time to play games but they choose to play stupid things like Fortnite and Minecraft which I don't understand one bit
1: so those aren't sports games you idiots I know right <laughs> whatever well, I'm playing Spider Man right now which is a great yes. game the PS4 <laughs> game um, it is uh, I don't mostly play because sport- your child is should, like Spider Man. Well, no, no. Truthfully, I don't play sports games like I did when I was younger. Um, I like if you had me play Madden now, I would be terrible at it. I'm really bad at FIFA. I have it, but I just don't. I don't have the interest in sports games like I used to. Um, uh, I mostly play like campaign games and and like open world games and stuff like that. Like it's just see, uh, I have a
0: hard time with those games because they take like real time commitment sports games i can just play like a game or two how
1: much do you play fifa like how much have you played fifa No, but see week?
0: here's the thing it, you're you're right you're right that i've played it a lot so you're you're correct about that but if i wanted to i could play just like a game in a day and then it's like that's it yeah i could play how it much does the game 20. how long does a game take
1: 20 minutes yeah like, 15 minutes now with like ps4 i i can do like one mission on spider-man and they have, like, you put your PS4 into rest mode. Okay. And then when you go back to it, you go, you don't, it doesn't you have to load. Like, it doesn't, you have That's to, true. like, load I mean, up. You don't my have My Xbox on. Has the like, same thing. Yeah, I'm so, sure the Xbox has the same thing. It does. And, like, so, like, it's way easier to just to do bits and pieces. Like, but yeah, whenever you, you I pick up wanna... a new
0: campaign, I'm like, ah, what was I doing? Where was I going? Like, I played a couple summers ago, I played Tomb Raider. And it was fun. But it was also like I'd really like I'd play. I couldn't ever just play it for twenty minutes and then put it down. Like I could not do it.
1: Well, that's true. You can't do that. Well, some of the like, so like the Spider-Man one has a lot of like little missions you can do. So I'm like, oh, like Amanda's taking the kid up to put her to bed. I know it's going to take twenty minutes, so I'm going to play a little little bit, and then I'll and then I'll stop. But yeah, there are. And then I, you know, when everyone goes to bed, I. I think I'm going to play for an hour and then I play for three hours and then I'm tired in the morning and whatever. Um, So I understand what you mean. Um, But yeah, I just think, I don't know, like the sports games have gotten so, have veered so hard towards simulation that I think their learning curve is so steep. Like I play FIFA, but I just play on like fucking rookie or whatever. Like it's like I I don't want to learn how to play a new ba- <laughs> like at this point in my life, I don't want to try to become good at a new sports game. And like the baseball games are so hard now. Like the yeah, out of the, you the hitting touch those. Those they're so hard. Like give me king griffey baseball give me rba baseball like like just give me simple shit like give me nba live 95 nba jam like give me that shit everything is so hard like i play um nba 2k like it's fun but yeah like they're it's so complicated yeah um the, the football ones are still because it's just like it's football like they, they haven't changed them that much like like they're really the same as they always yeah, were yeah i mean
0: push a button to snap it yeah. push a button which receiver you want to throw to it's not terribly but yeah. complicated
1: yeah but like yeah baseball games have totally locked me out i can't play any new ones anymore they're ridiculous. like they're so hard way too um, hard like fifa is fun on the lower uh levels <laughs> like because you're just like oh i'll take that ball from you and i'm gonna run down the field and i'm gonna <laughs> score a goal uh but if i get beyond that i'm like i just i'm i haven't played like I can't like so like you said like, you you don't you don't have the time to commit to the campaign. I do not have the time to commit to the muscle memory of playing FIFA. It's funny because I was yeah. watching. Um, they're having MLS players play against each other for yeah. FIFA, and like one of the commentators said, like you can tell this guy has played a lot of FIFA because what he's doing right now, like that's only because he has played hours of it. He's dominating right. the other guy, right. and that's and I remember that from when I was a kid. Like if you played this game forever, you know every little thing to do, and you just destroy other people when they play you. Yeah. But like, so I just don't like I I just don't. uh I, I can't stand being bad at something for that long anymore it, to be good at it. So I'm like, the learning curves are too high. Um, if I do play a sports game, it's on low levels. I don't get good at it. I would never play like online against anybody else because I would just get destroyed. I would, if you played me in FIFA, you would crush me like you crush your children. <laughs> like, it, it's like, I'm not good at it. I'm not that actually at sounds at kind
0: of fun. Like I I'd, I'd take a little bit I'd take a little bit of joy in that for sure. Whatever man. <laughs> I no, NCAA, I would NCAA, I would I would do with you. No, listen. I would do with you like I do with my children where I would pick, you know, some terrible team and I'd let you be, you know, something like, you know, Liverpool or something and you know, we'd try and even it up that way.
1: Well, the thing is I never played soccer games growing up too, so I don't have any yes. like you have this yes. like progression of knowledge of playing certain yes. games for a long time. I, I've been
0: playing FIFA for like three years now, so yeah, I've I've gotten to a point where you know the like you mentioned the muscle memory, you know, has has kicked in, and um, you know I've figured out some things with that. So, but it's I I do think it's a it's a really incredible game though because it's you know the, you get continuous action. It's not particularly complicated. Um, you know, most of the controls are fairly intuitive. Um, it's just not difficult i i did try to get into nba 2k 20 um which was included because they our, offer that
1: shit at like basement prices yeah it was in
0: our uh xbox live gold game pass whatever um so i did get started on that and and the reason why i got into it you know for a minute was because uh, you can create an expansion team, and you can also download graphics from user community, uh, user created graphics. And lo and behold, I could make the Sonics. Well, there and, you go. Uh, yeah, and so I ended up uh, signing Kawhi Leonard in free agency and drafting Zion Williamson. And so my team is actually pretty good. But I don't know. It's kind of sitting there right now, waiting for me, because I'm like I've been playing FIFA a lot, and I'm like eh, I don't know, and 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 I still. I still have not started a season with Borussia Dortmund, which I still need to
1: do. Oh, yeah, so. I'm gonna do that now. I have I have I have FIFA 19 on my um, Switch. I don't have it on my. PS4. I will say
0: this. Okay, so so I had FIFA 19 on my Switch. I had FIFA 18 and FIFA 17 on my Xbox, and I now have FIFA 20 on my Xbox. And I will tell you that the Xbox version is much better than the Switch version. So I should, if I want
1: to play it, I should get a, I get a PS4. I would,
0: if I were you, I would look for a a cheap sale on the PS4 version. All right. For FIFA twenty, it's and and by the way, FIFA twenty is really a really significant change from FIFA nineteen. Like nineteen, what you know how like I mean, this happened in the NCAA games, right? You'd go through like two, three, maybe even four years of very similar kind of gameplay, and then they would change it pretty significantly. FIFA 20 is that. It's it's like a pretty significant change from Mm. the previous year's games in terms of the engine and the gameplay. So, yeah, I'd recommend if you decide to get into it, um, I'd recommend getting FIFA 20 for your PS4.
1: Now that I am a huge Borussia Dortmund fan, hell
0: yeah, you are.
1: BVB, baby. BVB
0: 09. Um, Do do they say 09? We need to find these things out. uh, Is it 09? Is it 09?
1: We have a lot of things to find out. We
0: got a lot of stuff to
1: figure out on this. Yeah. Uh, we we have we have PJ. Maybe we can have him do some recon for us.
0: Yeah, we're gonna have to have PJ drive over there and be a part of the yellow wall.
1: Yeah, exactly. I need pictures of PJ in the yellow wall. He is also a Borussia Dortmund fan now. It's not. <laughs> yes, he, has he no is. Choice.
0: Whether he likes it or not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you listening to the podcast are now a Brucey Adortman fan.
0: That's right. We're gonna we're gonna turn all Koog fans into Brucey Adortman fans. And then we're That's gonna have the gonna crimson go. wall. Hell yeah. That's what we're gonna do.
1: All right. Well, man.
0: Oh, I think we've gone long enough. Oh my I can't
1: god. Li- I can't believe we stretched out the ninety minutes, but I can.
0: <laughs> we can talk we can talk about anything forever, dude.
1: Yeah. Um, That's what
0: happens when you're friends. And your friends yeah. don't get to hang out and drink beer together. This no. is all we get.
1: Well, thank you for dropping that uh, that beer off. You're me. welcome. Hey, maybe that next week we belly. should
0: drink. Uh, we each have one. Maybe next week
1: we should drink those. That is a hell of an idea. Let's do that. Let's do that. All right. All right. Then we can talk about it.
0: Yeah. Um, should people subscribe?
1: So uh, they should. Should they email us? Podcast versus everyone at gmail.com
0: should they follow us on Twitter
1: Uh, at pod versus everyone and at the Craig powers.
0: Yeah. What else should they do?
1: They should say go Cougs,
0: go Cougs,